You guys know the movie Groundhog's Day, right? Where it feels like the same day over and over and over again. Well, that's probably what it feels like when you're flipping through profiles when you're online dating, right? Like you've seen the same profile again and again and again and again. She's not just one of those profiles. You're also probably one of those profiles. And no one loves to live the same day over and over and over again because it's boring. So make your profile interesting, enticing, alluring, clever, something that she's never seen before. And I promise you, the amount of times you get swiped on left will go down drastically. So if you want more matches, stop wasting time, stop living in Groundhog's Day, and having the same experience on a dating app day in and day out. So go to kristenandchill.com if you want help with your banter. Of course, I'm there for that. But I'm also here to make you look your best, sound your best, and appear your best. So you can start getting those matches and getting on to dates. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we dive into boundaries and assertiveness. What are they? What do they mean and how do you express them to women in a way that's not going to get you slapped, hated, or make her cry? So keep listening. Hey, you guys, and welcome to another episode of the Ask Women podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kristen Carney from kristenandchill.com. And of course, I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Kinress from winggirlmethod.com. And today we have a very knowledgeable guest who is going to talk to us about assertiveness and masculinity. He's the author of the book, Inner Game. You can find him on Modern Success. Dale Valor, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Hey, listen, first and foremost, I am super excited about this. I could not wait, like, and this is no joke. I kid you not, it's not hyperbole or nothing. I woke up at four in the morning and I was like, today is the day I get to come on the podcast. I love it. <laughs> That's so exciting. That's funny. I love it. And now and now you're tired, right? Because you've been up for so oh, long no, and I mean, not I, wanting to talk. I, look, I take caffeine pills. And, there you go. Yeah, so I popped one about an hour ago. I, yeah. I can tell. Well, no, oh. financial disposition. Okay. So I love yeah. it. Holy shit. I love it. Well, I woke up at 4 a.m. and I was like, oh no, today is the day I have to do a podcast. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> yeah. I couldn't sleep. He's like, God damn it. I got to talk to Dale. Oh, shit. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, so Dale, why don't you tell us about you and like, how do you know about male assertiveness, setting boundaries? Where does this come from? Like, why do you coach people about this? Yeah. How do you know what you're talking about? Who are you? Okay. So, well, basically, I think much like a lot of guys that kind of find the dating space, if you will, right? You know, for me, it's like 17, 18 years ago, you know, I came into all this through pickup, PUA, and all that kind of thing, and fell down the rabbit hole. But what I quickly, quickly found out was that it wasn't so much about trying to attract women into my life. It was more so I had to get better with myself. And I believe assertiveness 
is one of the key factors in like how you're going to obviously engage with people. I mean, men, women, whatever, you know, like professionally in dating. Look, I, it's funny. I was just talking to somebody just this morning and she was asking me, uh, you know, she's a, an aspiring pop star and, you know, she kind of had a problem with reaching out to different producers and different artists. Cause I was, you know, I come from music. So, you know, people kind of come to me for that kind of information sometimes. And one of the things that she was very apprehensive about was reaching out because she's like, well, you know, I don't want to bother people and I don't want to come across as like, you know, I'm just trying to get something from them. And, da, 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 da. and I was like, yo, look, you know, I'm a big proponent of, I'd rather ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. Go ahead and, you know, I'm like, just stay on top of them. You know, keep reaching out, keep reaching out. All you need is for one of these people to pop and say, okay, come on, let's go. Let's do a song, sing this hook on this track. Or what you only need one. So keep reaching out, you know. And so I find that so many people, men and women both, but, you know, my audience is mainly men. But so many guys are just so apprehensive about taking the necessary action steps. Oh, my parents, you know, they told me I shouldn't do it that way. Or society kind of frowns on that, you know, or whatever excuse that they're going to give themselves, you know, they're going to take it. Why? Because that's an easy out. Blame society. Don't blame me. Blame my parents. Don't blame me. Blame my background. Don't blame me. It's an easy out. And they're willing to take it. And so that's why in my book, Inner Game, I talk in great detail about being assertive, about having boundaries and taking action and all those types of things. Because without that, you're basically just waiting for life to come knock on your door and then you answer it. As opposed to opening the door yourself and going out and living a life, having the type of experiences you want to have, having the type of relationships that you want to have. You know, it's not going to come to you. Yes. You got to be the one to go out there and manifest it. You got to go get it. Exactly. Well, so let me ask you a question. So I, this is like a two-part question. Yeah. So I want you to help me define two things. One, assertiveness and two, boundaries, right? Okay. So what is assertiveness, right? Because like a lot of guys confuse assertiveness with aggression or disrespect or yeah. bulldozing people. So in, from your definition, what does it mean to be assertive? And can you give some examples sure. of being assertive with women. Yeah, so I don't define assertiveness as being domineering. You know, you shouldn't be a bully. You know, you shouldn't be somebody who's just looking to take, 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 take. And I'm going to, like you just said, I'm going to bulldoze you. It shouldn't be that. What you should be looking for in being assertive, I think, first and foremost, is taking the action. And that action oftentimes comes in the face or in spite of, you know, being fearful. Like, I tell guys this all the time, you know, it's okay to be apprehensive. It's okay to feel that fear. It's okay to be scared. It's all right. What's not all right is to not do anything about it. You know, we can't help an emotion or a thought that's intrusive that just crops up. If I walk up and I slap somebody, you know, odds are they're going to be mad and they're not going to be able to control that. They're going to be upset, you know? But what are you going to do about it? If I'm scared to go approach, if I'm scared to talk to this girl, well, guess what? I lose out if I don't take the action anyway. That's what courage is. And that assertiveness is that courage in action. 
it's the context and the mindset behind it. You know, if you're looking to just take, what can I get out of this? Screw the other person. What can I get? That's where that aggressiveness comes into play. But if you're looking for the, the actual win-win, you want them to benefit as much as you want yourself to benefit. You know, if I'm going to do business with somebody, I want it to be a win-win. If it's all me winning and everybody else losing, how much more business am I going to do? Yeah. So what would be some examples of like being assertive with a woman? Like so that you could show an example of this is aggression, this is assertiveness. So like, give me an example. I think aggression would be not taking no for an answer, in particularly in a sexual context. You know what I mean? I think that that would be aggression. Again, going back to the context behind it, you know, is are you just looking to take? Right. Being assertive sounds like going after what you want right. and voicing that to somebody else, right? Where right. what I hear you saying is that most people don't go after what they want. They don't say what they want. And then they expect people to just give it to them and they get really angry. So being yeah. assertive mm-hmm. versus aggressive, aggressive is like getting angry at somebody for not giving you what you want, even though you never asked from it. Where assertiveness right. is speaking up about your wants yep. and then letting the other person respond to you. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think a big issue there too is that a lot of people just simply don't know what they want. They think they know what they want, at least on some level, but they're not dialed in. They don't really know in detail what they want. So let me just take this because I think that that's what I'm supposed to have. I think that that's what I want. So let me just go get this. That's aggression. Assertiveness says, okay, here's what I actually want. What steps and being calibrated at the same time can I take yeah. to make sure that I manifest these things? You know, yeah. that's the difference. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Oh man, we are entering a new year. Thank God. Do you guys feel the same way? Get 2023 the heck out of here. I'm ready to get into 2024, but I don't want to go in unprepared. I want to leave behind some things from 2023, but I also want to keep the things that I've learned from 2023. And a lot of those things that I've learned have been through therapy. I've learned boundary setting, how to cope with anxiety. I've learned and realized that I hang on to a lot of stuff that I do not need to and does not serve me. And so I want to enter 2024 with that knowledge, but I'm probably going to enter it with a lot of other crap. And to help me get rid of a lot of that other crap, I've used BetterHelp. And so if you're thinking about trying therapy and you want to have a better 2024 than a 2023, give BetterHelp a try. It's done entirely online and designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So celebrate the progress that you've already made and visit betterhelp.com slash askwomen today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash askwomen. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. 
But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting, or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly, and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. So like, here's an example. So for example, there's the guy who wants a piece of cake, Mm -hmm. right? At a birthday party and who sort of stands with a plate holding it out and like hovers around the cake station, but never asks for what he wants and expects somebody to say, oh, do you want some cake? I'll give you some cake, yeah, right? That's not aggression. aggression. That's passive aggressive, right? right? There's the other guy who said, oh, I would love a piece of cake, mm-hmm. right? And holds his plate out and then says, thank you. That's assertiveness. Aggression is like, you didn't offer me a piece of cake. Why didn't you offer me a piece of cake? Can I have a piece of cake? Or like, I'm going to take that cake. Yeah, I'm going to take the whole cake. (laughs) Exactly. Nobody else gets cake but me. (laughs) Right. So in dating, assertiveness is just clearly stating what you would like instead of covering it up. So of the three examples, there's the passive aggressive guy who doesn't Mm -hmm. state what he wants, but like thinks he's stating what he wants by doing certain other actions. There's the aggressive guy who gets angry or bulldozes people to get what he wants Mm -hmm. or lashes out. And then there's, there's the assertive guy who says, I'd like to take you on a date. Right. And then allow her to say what she wants back in return. So let's get to boundaries now, because mm-hmm. I'd like to talk about boundaries, because that's a really important topic that we talk about a lot on our podcast. Yeah. For you, what does that mean to have boundaries? And how do you have boundaries? Okay, so the way that I look at it is like this. I talk about this in my book in great, great, great detail. So imagine a king, right? He's the king of the castle, okay? And around this castle is a wall right? Like a walled city type of situation. And this woman comes and, you know, she's knocking at the gate. The guards come and answer it. And she's seeking audience with the king. All right. She comes before the king and she says, hey, listen, I've been out in the wilderness a long time. Anything could happen to me out there. Animals could get me. I could get robbed. I could get sold into slavery. You know, any number of things could happen. The elements, whatever. So I need refuge. I need to be with inside of these walls, okay? So I have that protection. And the king says, okay, cool. As long as you abide by these rules, then you can go ahead and you can stay here. No problem. But you got to follow these rules. And to me, that's what boundaries are. That wall is those boundaries, okay? And that's what's keeping everybody safe. Now, the problem is, is a lot of times, guys, can't define what clear boundaries really are because they don't know themselves. So you can't really articulate what a boundary is if you don't even know what it is yourself. And so, which also leads to assumptions, right? You know, you should have known that I wouldn't want you to do that. Even though we never had that conversation, I'm going to hold you to this covert contract, you know? So is it, you didn't sign up for it, but I'm going to hold you to it anyway. You know, so I think defining what your boundaries are. And that comes down to what do you want your life to look like? What is your lifestyle like? What type of partner are you looking for? You know, what is compatible with you? 
Not what is, hey, I want to be a hero to other guys and have this super hot girlfriend. No, what is actually compatible with you? And that goes back to knowing what you want. If you don't know what you want, you're able to wind up with anything. So having that clearly defined and then articulating it, once you do know what those boundaries are, and they're not super rigid, they're fair boundaries, articulating it. Hey, listen, I would really appreciate it if you didn't leave the door open. You know, could you please close the door? Instead of being like, oh, well, fuck her because, you know, she keeps leaving the door open and you know, like, come on. You got to express what it is that's actually bothering and then come to a conclusion from there. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I love that because I think that's the biggest difficulty for so many people is they have all these conversations going on inside their head about what they think people should say or what they think people should do or what they assume that they're thinking about them. And then that's what comes out of their mouth, right? Instead of actually just outwardly saying what their boundaries are, what they want, and then expressing it to others. And like, because my biggest thing that I always say is you get what you want by asking for it, right? That's how you get things. If you want a piece of cake, you ask for a piece of cake. The other person on the other side can choose how they want to respond to you, but you have to ask for it. You can't assume somebody's going to give it to you or mind Jedi trick into them giving it to you or get really angry and lash out at other individuals who have never even heard that you have any desires or wants at all. And so I think everything that you're saying is, is very true. Like having those boundaries in place, but also being assertive is super important. I'm someone who definitely lacks in both of those areas <laughs> and I'm trying to grow. Mm -hmm. And I see myself as the scared little mouse when I think of boundaries or assertiveness. So one time in a relationship, I wanted more physicality. I wanted more touching or cuddling or what have you. And so I didn't know how to approach it without making him feel offended. Because in no way was I saying you're doing everything wrong. I was just trying to say, this is really important to me. But when I said it, he got offended. It turned into a fight. So is it that when someone's speaking up or being assertive, is it maybe perhaps my, if you had to guess, maybe my hesitation because I was already nervous to say it to begin with that put him on edge? Or was it his defensiveness? Or, you know, how do you get there without making that person on the other end tighten up? Because I know I'm tight already and I'm like, ah, yeah. and I'm trying to make you loose, but I'm right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think obviously bedside manner, right? Like the way that you're communicating what that want or desire is. And, and I'm not suggesting this is what you did, by the way. So, so let me just <laughs> throw that out there. <laughs> it is probably what I did, whatever you're going to say. But if you're like, you know, for instance, homeboy is over there, I don't know, you know, playing Xbox or something. You walk in and you're like, Put down that controller, bitch. I'm trying to snuggle. You know what I mean? Like, you actually want to know what I did? <laughs> he was laying with his back to me on uh -huh. the bed, and I was laying with my back toward him on the bed. And I just really wanted him to like roll over and just hold yeah. me. And so I just leaned over and I, I tapped him on the shoulder and I grabbed him gently and I just said, I would really love it if you cuddled me more. Yeah. But I was really nervous. So I'm sure I didn't come out with it that smoothly. Right. But he was like, like just taken off, like, well, I don't know really why he got mad, honestly, but that's what I did. And I got yeah bad results for it. So then it scares me away from going, you know what, I'm going to ask for what yeah. I want, because it seems like when I ask for it, people 
push right. me down or yeah, something. Well, you know, here's the thing. He probably, and this is just a guess, obviously, I don't know him, but my suspicion is, is that he took it as a criticism. You don't snuggle me enough. Right. You don't show me enough affection. And maybe that was a sore spot for him to begin with. And now you just kind of poke the bear a little bit. And so now he's defensive, right? Right. I think a better approach or a better way of going about that is kind of a compliment sandwich, you know? Right. I was going to say, do you say something nice first? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And to me, in my estimation, saying that you want more physical affection that way, I don't really see that as being something off-putting or bad or you know, critical or anything like that. But, you know, depending on the person, they're going to take it the way that they're going to take it, right? So, you know, maybe something more along the lines of like, hey, you know, you know, one thing that I really like about our relationship is the fact that we get to have uh, physical intimacy on a regular basis. You know, I really wish that we could do that more often. And look, I've had a little bit of a rough day. Would you mind just kind of rolling over and just kind of putting your arm around me? It would mean a lot to me right now. You know, that yeah. would probably be way better received, laying it out there like that. Right. And it's like almost like I felt like I went about it as gently as possible. And I'm sure guys experience this with their girlfriends. Like they're literally tiptoe. I mean, I was on, <laughs> I was basically in point, like, point shoes Walking that a ballerina would wear. I was on such tippy toes, <laughs> total tippy toes. I couldn't have gotten any higher on tippy yeah. toes. But then there is a further, once you think you are being as gentle as possible, there is always another level mm -hmm. to go. Right. But I, I, in my mind at the time, I couldn't imagine. I'm like, this is as gentle as I can be. It's really hard when you do start to explore expressing your wants and they're, you're not getting a good response from other people. It's very difficult to continue doing it because you yeah. learn to be silent, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But I would say, like, I love, you know, the advice that Dale gave of how to express that in a different way. Sometimes, you know, we don't really have the time to think through how we're expressing something. I think what you did was actually very kind. But I would say on the back end, if you ever do encounter that kind of reaction... If you're not badly bruised by it, you can just try to get more curious about it, either in the moment or later on and just say like, hey, you know, when I asked you to cuddle me a bit more, you got really upset. Like, and I know that's not about me, but obviously something around that topic really upset you. I just, I, I want to understand that a bit more because obviously I just wanted you to know, I think you are so wonderful at expressing affection. I was just telling you one of my needs and what I'd like. So I think like it's also easier later on when you're not like in shell shock mode to come back and just be curious. That's such good advice. His sister-in-law actually said to me, she's a psychologist and she said, because she was married to his brother, she said, you know what I do? Instead of reacting, I just get curious. Yeah. And he just goes into this calm state and it's like a, a child's more. mode it yeah. is it's like you have to kind of handle them really delicately yeah. like they're a fucking child <laughs> hate to say it it's like man the fuck up is it's what really i really want to say but it, listen yeah. as people get older as well they have tons of triggers right like okay i don't know if either of you listen to dr becky she, but she's a child psychiatrist her whole thing is good inside right that's how she talks about parenting is that you have to see that there's good inside. Like, yes, there's a service level reaction that's happening because they don't know how to handle frustration. They don't know how to handle jealousy. They don't know how to handle pain, whatever it is. So you're seeing that reaction instead of the pain that's going on underneath. And the truth is, is that if a child doesn't learn how to soothe that pain when they're younger, it's just going to become even bigger when they're older. Yeah. Tell me about it. So if this guy 
has had these experiences where in the past women have said to him, like, you're not affectionate enough or whatever is triggering for him. And he has this great girl that's beside him that's saying it again. No matter how much self-control a person has, if he hasn't worked on that, that's going to trigger something and it's going to get a negative reaction. So I think curiosity is always the best way to tackle it, even though it's difficult sometimes because you feel like you've been slapped across the face. When you do and you can pull it together, you can get back to being curious, right? You can be really pissed off in the moment, but be curious afterwards and just say like, what's going on? Yeah. You know, one thing that I really liked that you said, Marnie, is, you know, doing it later, right? Yeah. It's hard and I get that. Uh, it's very tempting because you're thinking about it right then. You're like, I want this right now, Ooh. you know? And yeah. it gets really tempting to start trying to dialogue about it. And then as emotions start to rise and things like that, then it turns into a fight. And then nobody wins. If you wait till later to talk about those things, the emotional component of it, most of it is kind of pulled back a little bit and you can get more curious. The air's out of it at that point. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I like, I always recommend, I mean, totally different subject, but you know, like in a sexual situation, you know, don't talk about it right then. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) not, not even in the bedroom, like talk about it somewhere else. Yeah. It's too heated. It's too sensitive and it's too heated. It's just like, after, you know, after you've had an orgasm, like don't touch the vagina, stay away from it for a little bit. It's, it's, a, it's the exact same thing. Like give it some space to cool down and then you can have a conversation about things. Yeah, which I think is really good. So actually, I'm going to wrap up the show now because I, I know Kristen has to get going, but I thought that this was really good advice for guys on how to be assertive and how to stay boundaries with women. I think it's really important. No doubt. Can I throw something out there real quick? Yeah. Okay, cool. So listen, if you go to freegiftfromdale.com, all right, two things. I've got an exercise there on knowing who you are, all right? It talks about intrinsic value, and it's super dope, obviously 100% free. But also the first chapter of my book, Inner Game, How to Fix Your Dating Life by Fixing the Relationship You Have With You. You can download that there. And if it speaks to you, hit me up. I'll give you the rest of the book for free. But first chapter is there. All you got to do is download it, take a look at it, and see if it's for you. Love it. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Dale. Please, guys, go follow that advice and get that free chapter from his book. I think it's going to be amazing. New episodes of the Ask Win podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please go and subscribe to our show. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. 